Welcome everybody to the Creating Love Together podcast. So we are in part two of these nasty, nasty questions. It is hot in here. <laughs> it really is. But um, yeah, it's hot in here. Yeah, super hot. So if you didn't so listen today to we are going very, very deep. But tastefully. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a juicy episode. This is a very juicy episode. So if you haven't listened to our first podcast, I mean the first part, um, recommend going and doing that. You can get caught up on the couple questions that we answered and what we're doing. Um, in a nutshell, <laughs> <laughs> the puns I didn't never mean stop, to huh? do that. The puns never stop. <laughs> so in a nutshell, um, the last episode, um, we were talking about how the other night I was um, laying in bed on Pinterest, came across these questions. We started answering them together. And we decided we needed to stop and make a podcast out of this. So we're going back through these questions. We've not gone through these ones um, and just answering them. Yep, that's pretty much it. So these are questions that were asked to men. It was like, what are things that your woman does in the bedroom that's a turnoff, that doesn't turn you on, that you don't like, whatever. So one of them that men don't like is only doing missionary. Oh, missionary only. Immediately when I think of that, I think of um, religion in a sense. Yes. Um, so the missionary style, what, um, what it goes back to is the missionaries going into mainly Africa and different, you know, uncivilized uh, cultures that still had a tribe mentality. And they were all doing sex doggy style, right? And so the missionaries were very, very, very conservative. And so they, they overall, they taught the, um, the different tribes and different stuff to, you're supposed to have sex this way because it's more intimate. You look into their eyes and stuff. And so this is where the, the adapting of the missionary style came from is the missionaries were teaching mainly the Africans on how to have sex. <laughs> That's an interesting way, interesting um, piece of knowledge there. What's crazy is that they should probably come teach us how to have sex, right? Right. <laughs> they were the ones exploring and doing these different positions and stuff like that. So exactly. Anyways. So this guy um, who responded, he said, "It's already difficult enough to keep the spark, to keep the passion and spark alive when you are." I'm going to start this over. It's already difficult enough to keep the passion and spark alive when you're with someone the rest of your life. But it's basically impossible when I'm bored out of my mind because it's the same position every time. I love seeing my girlfriend in different positions and at different angles. Yes. Yes. Um, I am a, um, a major proponent in different positions and stuff like that. Yes. And it's a, a common question. Sometimes you, uh, you ask, how do you want me? <laughs> and I'm like, how do you want me? <laughs> we do that. <laughs> but uh, sometimes it's like, ah, let's just do two or three different. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like you can have two or three different all at the same time or two or three different all in the same week. It's just like, yeah, you know, spontaneity, um, variety, different, you know, yeah. good. Not so, different women. No, I know we watch, no, no, no. you know, that that show, you know, once a sister week. Sister wives. Sister wives, yeah. <laughs> I do watch it with her. Um, so I'm, I'm coming out and confessing that. I do watch Sister Wives. It's pretty interesting. 
Uh, it might be good for some, but it's not good for me. No. <laughs> um, so when we first got together, you had this app on your on your phone. It was Kama Sutra. You need to get that. I've told you like 20 times on this podcast. Yes. You need to download I it. I will. I will. Woman. It was so good because if you're conservative like us, um, even though we are conservative, we like to have a lot of fun, um, but we're not into porn. And so... It gives you different things to try. You have to figure it out. You have to figure it out. Yeah. There's, there's no pictures. No, yeah, there's, there's no, no drawings. Diagram. It's like it, it, it describes it in a paragraph and you're supposed to go hmm, visualize it in your mind and, and figure it out. Which is can be a lot of fun. Um, and it's one thing that, you know, where you have to learn to laugh in the bedroom because the positions don't always work out. They're not always what you think they're going to be. Yeah, they might be uncomfortable. For, I think they're for 20-year-olds. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Getting too old my neck and my back. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I, I ain't as quiet as limber as I used to. Yeah. Um, but they're a lot of fun. So add some spice. Download mm-hmm. a Kama Sutra app. Mm-hmm. Um, it does get very, very boring when you do the same position over and over and over. And it doesn't have to be missionary. It could mm. be whatever. It gets very old. You got to get some spice in that sex life. Yeah, some spice. Mucho caliente spice. Yes. Very, very beneficial. Um, yeah. So the next one is um, men, or sorry, women getting upset when he suggests something new. So this really goes into the last mm. one. And this guy said, just because I want to try something different doesn't mean I'm unhappy with you or the sex. It's really frustrating when some when we suggest something new and you get offended. Sometimes it's just fun to switch it up. Yep, yep. So suggesting something different when you haven't done something different should definitely not come during the act. <laughs> That's a really good point. So I don't know if it's like, you know, in the position, it's like, you know, maybe we should do this. And you're just like looking at them like, whatever, like conversation and like talking stuff out is probably going to get you a lot farther than, than uh, suggesting new things during the intimate sea. Yeah. And it goes back to talking about, um, talking about sex. It's not taboo. Men, I would start with her and say, what would you like me to do for you? And give them the control. So Friday night, tomorrow night, whatever it is, you got control. I am your genie and your wish is my command, right? Try something like that. It might take a few tries. We did this one time and Jamie still made it all about me. (laughs) I did. Um, Because I at the end, I'm like, did you want to do any of that? It's like it was almost like a recreation of my night. Yes. Where I um, where I was in control and I was like, we are totally different. There's no way (laughs) that my control day is the same as your control day. So, yeah. um, Try it a few times. (laughs) You know, and just be patient with, with your wife. If like the woman's control day, might you might not get no penetration at all. I don't know. For us, that would not happen. <laughs> it is well, some going women out there in like, so. 
<laughs> some women might be like, you know what I mean? It's it's all about you penetrating me, blah, 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 right? And so their night of control might not include penetration. I have no idea. It's a really good point. Yep. Might be yeah. a 20 minute back row. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Or it might be, you know, uh, yeah, I'm too conservative to say. <laughs> Tell me. It might be touching. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so just be patient with your wife when you do this because um, it might not be easy for her. Um, and women, like, just let go. Don't worry about how you look. Don't worry if you've, like, whatever. Like, just let go. Just enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. And... I guarantee doing so will turn your husband on. And if you say, I want you to give me oral sex, or I want you to touch me like this, or I want you to touch me like that, even though it is all about you, it is going to freaking turn him on like you would not believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yes. Um, and one thing to remember, when you are trying things new, like if it doesn't work out, don't do it again. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not locked into having to do that the rest of your life. <laughs> so, it's not like missionary. <laughs> um, and you might be surprised. We've come up with some really good positions by trying. So, mm-hmm. you might find a new favorite. Yeah. It might become your new missionary. <laughs> okay. So, another thing men hate is that women do not initiate sex. Ooh, that would make me feel some type of way. Like... Ugh, it's hard to to imagine that now because it's like 50 50 yeah um sometimes it almost feels a little bit more like 75 25 like me 75 you 25 well that's because women or men peak a lot sooner than women <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah you're fired up and ready to go <laughs> i have a new drive that i'm just taking out for a test ride <laughs> Yeah, so I'm like, uh, you know, I'm a little, uh, uh, I probably peaked probably like 33. Yeah, you would never know it though. (laughs) Because you've always, you constantly tell me you've never had so much sex. I've never have. Yeah, I haven't either. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so this guy said, it's really sexy to know that she wants it so much that she grabs me and goes for it. If I have to initiate it all the time, I start feeling like she doesn't really enjoy it. And then when I bring it to her attention and she tells me, but I do enjoy it, it's just initiating is not my thing. I just don't understand it. Hmm. So we were talking, I think, on a different question last night on something else that you wouldn't let me talk about this. So we moved on to another one. Um, and we actually were talking about this very thing and how you find it like really sexy when... I am, um, when I am wanting to have sex, mm-hmm. didn't want to say when I'm horny, because so, <laughs> I'd make you blush again. So when I am like in the mood, uh-huh. um, like you, you told me last night, like you let me know, like there is no denying when you are in the mood. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cute. It's like, no matter what, you're going to get my attention. Yeah. And, um, usually I'm on my phone or something, right? Yes. 
Yes, uh, we can do a <laughs> podcast about that some other day. We should. <laughs> um, social media addiction, what it's costing you. No, so I'm on my phone and you'll find some way to get my attention by prancing around or doing something. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like a get a clue moment. Like, hey, here's your clue. You know, right? Yeah, it doesn't take me too long, though, to get a clue. Not usually. Not usually. Sometimes it does, but I'd say probably 95% of the time. You know very quickly. Mm-hmm. There's no denying it. So, what was the question again? Oh, not initiating. How would it make you feel if I never initiated? Mm, yeah, back to the first one. Yeah. <sighs> Which is uh, just an overall sense of not... Uh, I would actually test this, and I'd probably not initiate for a while and see how long it took. And then I would probably come to the conclusion that I was undesirable and that you didn't want me. Yeah. So um, in this article, it says people who have amazing sex lives know that while saying yes is great, wanting their partner so much that they ask for it is even better. Oh, yeah. That's good. That is good. Yeah. So, I mean, it really is 50-50 on who initiates. But there are times like, I mean, there's been a few times, not a few, a lot of times when we're just sitting there and all of a sudden it's like a monster comes out of you and it is just the sexiest thing. It's like. It's my inner sex ooh, monster. It is. It's your monster coming out and I call it your monster. I'm like, ooh, is that the you're becoming thing? a monster. <laughs> uh, but it's like freaking sexy as hell. It really is. Damn. Yes. Okay, so another thing that men hate, losing your sexy. What does that mean? This guy said, we notice when you're always in sweatpants. We notice when you're always in sweatpants, granny panties, and a messy bun. (laughs) We don't expect you to dress up like you're going out every day, but we'd like to see that you've put in a little effort. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, once you're in this, I'm just reading a little that bit more. That goes to like letting yourself go. Yeah. And this is what uh, uh, men have a hard time with. And we talked about it during the last podcast, you know, getting stretch marks. And so there's certain things that are beyond your control. And those things happen. And we just need to accept those things. It's pretty much the way it is. And, and, and it's, it's not letting yourself go per se. Letting yourself go is not controlling the things that you can, right? That is the way that you um, present yourself, the way that you dress, the the swag or the walk that you carry, the overall sense of confidence. You know, all these things are controllable. And so if you let all of those things go, and like you said, you're in your granny panties and, and your jammies, and, and that's the way you roll to Walmart. I see a lot of them out there. They do it. <laughs> um, oh, I have such a hard time with that. See, that's something totally different. Than what I talked about last podcast. I would have a serious problem with that. Yeah. And from a woman's um, perspective, I mean, there are days like typically I always make a point because we work from home. I always make a point to get up and get dressed because it just is not good to sit around in your pajamas all day. Um, So normal for me is a T-shirt and jeans. But there are days that I'll be like, I'm doing my hair today. I'm going to curl it. I'm going to put makeup on. It just gives me that extra um, boost of self-confidence. Yeah. It's like, damn, I look good today. 
Yeah, any self-care that a woman does <clears throat> is going to boost the confidence. You know what I mean? If they like to get their nails done, like getting their hair done, they like getting um, their eyebrows waxed, whatever it is, everything about that says I care about myself. And so you kind of walk like you do care about yourself when you do those sort of things. Yeah. So what's the difference for you between, okay, I was just in a jeans and a t-shirt and messy bun today. Um, how, how does it affect you? Because we do have sex almost every single day. I'd say on average every other day. Um, but the days that it's just like jeans, t-shirt, messy bun, didn't do any makeup versus the day that I took a little bit of extra time. I did my hair, curled it. I have makeup on. How does, how do you, how does your like draw or your attraction or whatever to me, what's the difference for you? Does that make sense? So I don't know why, but my mind went back to like animals in the wild. Right. And yeah. (laughs) So this, 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 um, lion, you know, seeing the the female walk by and it's all lame and (laughs) you know like (laughs) just looking like you know something and it's like you know as as a lion you're looking at that it's like huh i could take it or i can leave it right but you see the female walk by who's just walking by with swag and just like whoo i'm bad Mm, i'm sexy Mm." so our minds are programming these animalistic tendencies to be attracted to that for procreation, for, you know, uh, making babies in, in the continuing of our species. Because if everybody walked around looking all lame looking, then we wouldn't find much desire in procreating and, and continuing the universe. So there's something within us that naturally attracted to swag. That is a confident, powerful woman. And so anytime that you can be like that, the more we're going to be drawn and attracted to that. And it's just, yeah. it's just biology. Yeah. Next question you pretty much already answered. I'm not paying attention to your personal hygiene. Um, I'm sorry if I've not showered for a week. Like, you're not going to want to come near me. If you've not showered for a week, that thing is not coming near my thing. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Um, So this one guy, I'll just read this really quick. I don't even know what it says. But it says, my girlfriend and I went to dinner one night. And as soon as we came home, things started getting hot. When I pulled off her underwear, though, I could immediately... S- <laughs> okay. Whoa. <laughs> um, what kind of stuff are you reading here, boo? She just hadn't showered. Um, and because she hadn't showered, even though things were getting hot, it was a complete turnoff for him and things didn't last very long. So... <laughs> Poor dude. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, maybe I should read these comments. Yeah, so the smell was so bad that he decided not to, to go down yonder. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what if anything else needs to be said about that. Okay, so it doesn't even have to be your vajayjay area or your, your man area. Maybe it's your feet. Like on this next comment, um, her feet stunk. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, your areas. Like, mm-hmm. it could be something else. Maybe your armpits stink. Whatever. Yeah. So, I think we've concluded, as far as, you know, oral is concerned, that hygiene but it is probably... it doesn't even have to be oral. Uh-huh. You can just be, like, sticking a hole and... <laughs> Doing what? A stick in a hole. A stick in a hole? Yeah. 
Yeah, you can be doing that. And um, if there's a smell, it's still not super sexy. Yeah. So mm. this one is very, something that a lot of people have problems with. Um, and you even mentioned that you have an addiction. Wait, where's my phone? It's so frustrating when you're trying to have sex with someone and they can't put their phone away. Or when you have to deal with a constant dings of new notifications. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, you are on your phone all the time and so am I. I mean, I can admit it. Um, we don't have that issue. I mean, maybe if you're on your phone and I'm prancing around because I'm like in the mood, it'll take a minute. But like once it's registered for both of us that the other person wants to have sex, um, phones are down. Yeah. But I will say like, even though our ringers are off all the time and it's just, um, it's on silent, you can still hear um, the vibration of a notification, a phone call, whatever. Even for us, like if someone calls our phone and we're making love, like it is so distracting. Even mm-hmm. though we're not like, oh, I want to go answer it. Yeah. The noise is distracting. Yeah. The kid's banging on the door too. It's kind of distracting. Like we That's tested so it annoying. out the other day and I was so surprised. We're like, the kids have left us alone. They have like a long. sex radar. Right. Like they can be freaking like a mile away. And the moment we start getting intimate, they're at the door wanting something. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. Cock blockers. Yeah, that's what we called it. Like, we knew they were in the living room and we were both in the mood and we're like, okay, the moment we got started, the cock blockers are going to come. <laughs> that's really bad that we call our kids that. Uh, uh, our little cock blockers. I'm so glad they know not to listen to this episode. Okay, so... um. Here's one that really, it goes both ways. And this is something that as you get older, a lot of men have issues with. So, you know, it just really bugs men when, you know, he's having an erection issue that the woman makes a big deal out of it. Mm. Or not so big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not a big deal going on. Yeah. Oh, that'd be frustrating. I, uh. I, I, I sympathize. I empathize. Um, I'm trying to put myself in that position. <laughs> or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. Yeah. That'd be really frustrating. I would imagine that it would be the man's eagerness to perform and not being able to, um, that that would destroy a lot of confidence and, and really mess things up. So yeah. Yeah. Talk to your doctor. Yeah. Well, it's not even always that. Like this guy said, sometimes we're stressed out, we're tired, or we just don't feel 100%. So it makes it hard, or not so hard, (laughs) (laughs) to always get it up right away. It doesn't necessarily mean you've done anything wrong. And if you make a big deal out of it, it definitely doesn't help. Yeah. Uh, So I do remember that in my younger days. Like for some reason, I had multiple, multiple triggers when I was younger. And, um, so it'd be during sex and then a trigger would happen and like gone. Bye-bye. Yeah. And then this, um, frustration with, you know, um, what did I do? What's wrong with you? Sort of scenario. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. So the whole time we've been together, we've had this problem one time and I don't know if you even remember this, but it was in the morning. Um, 
and you had worked late that night or the night before, um, got home probably 10, or 11.30, 12 o'clock at night, and then you had to leave first thing in the morning, I think was the scenario. And I was in the mood. I wanted to get a quickie before you left. Uh-huh. And so you were wanting to oblige me um, and give me what I wanted. But you just, you were so tired. You just couldn't get your mind into that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And for and you were finally like, I'm sorry, I just can't. And I'm like, honey, it's not a big deal. Like, it's fine. Like, if you're not into it, just tell me. Like, you have had like five hours of sleep I think it was like it's not a big deal yeah just going and going yeah yeah your um lifestyle and all that affects your sex drive for sure yeah so I mean just talk it over if there is an issue men just go to the doctor it's not it's not that big of an issue Mm -hmm. but there are a lot of women out there who do make it into an issue Mm -hmm. so and there's nothing wrong I mean it's age it happens to everybody at a certain point in time. Yeah. That's why they have the little blue pills. Yes. Okay. So next one. This one I'm like kind of confused on. So I really want your um, opinion. Talking during and after sex. During? Yeah. Sex? Oh yeah. Talking for sure. So you don't Say want talking? Name. Say my name. Baby. No, this is saying if we're having sex or just had sex, I don't want to have a full blown conversation. Oh, yeah, that'd be weird. You're having sex and be like, honey, um, did you put that money in the bank? Like, huh? <laughs> okay, so yeah. I guess we're like bringing up like different conversation pieces yes. like that. Oh my God, that'd be weird. Yeah, so I just read a little bit further while you were talking. It says, I'm not talking about dirty talk because men usually enjoy a little bit of that. I'm talking about talking his ear off about things that don't really set the mood. There's a time and a place for that. So I remember years ago, do you remember when we were younger, probably early 20s, maybe even earlier than that? Um, what was the name of that show? Um, it was a husband and a wife. Oh my gosh, this is going to bug me now. Um, she was in a lot of movies. Um, she was in the movie Twister. Okay. I is her name Helen, Helen something? Not. Okay, she was the star of this. Mm-hmm. That was her and her husband. And she was talking to a friend or something. And they were talking about sex. And the friend was like, well, what do you talk about during sex? She's like, well, normal stuff. Like, did you take the garbage out? And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's always stuck with me. But it was like, I've always been like, do people actually do that during sex? Like, talk about, did you take the garbage out? Did you go to the bank? Did you do this? Like... That, oh my god so that would yeah. be total against you know being present or being here now you know yeah um which is the most powerful thing for sex is being in the moment being present um feeling breathing looking talking touching not, touching you know all those things that are in the moment instead of um thinking about business or the children or something like that just uh yeah yeah. And I know for most women, like you have to keep your mind in it um, because the moment I let my mind wander from the present. Yeah. Like it's like I'm yeah. not going to have an orgasm like. Well, unless you're thinking about gone. the rock or something. <laughs> well, I don't need to do that with you. And oh, I mean, baby. have you seen your arms? Oh, like, baby. Oh. 
You yeah. lied to me now. I am not. <laughs> um, but no, like if it takes training and there's still times like I struggle, like keeping my mind present in the moment because the moment I start thinking about, I got to go grocery shopping. Um, Brooklyn needs to be at her horse lessons at this time, or Jaden has to be at dance or his, you know, Jordan out like killing a bird with his BB gun. Like it's done. Like I'm done. I cannot have an orgasm if I am in that, yeah. in that yeah. moment. It's all about being present in the now. Yeah. So work on it, women. Um, oh, I, I totally just moved my I think that stuff. was it. Nope. This is the last one. Being overcritical. So Good. this is from a man. Okay, this is going to be a killer. Because Good thing we're closing with this. You you cannot be intimate with somebody who's a nagger. Like they are nagging about you. You overall get a sense that you displease them. They're unsatisfied with you. Okay, baby, let's go in the bedroom. Like it's just not going to produce anything positive at all. Yeah. So that's taking this powerful dynamic in the relationship. And it's, it's affecting the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, so this guy said, we can't read your minds. And while it's great that you can tell us what you like, if it means, it's great if, I'm going to start over. We can't read your minds. And while it's great that you can tell us what you like, if it means you're doing it in a harsh way, it's a deal breaker. My ex was really critical about, critical about what she liked and didn't like. It got to a point where I was struggling to finish during sex because I was so concerned that she'd be too critical. One time she was taking too long to have an orgasm and she said, okay, that's it. We're finished having sex. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. It goes back to the, the saying, you know, you can catch more bees with honey than vinegar. Uh-huh. I think is what the saying is. Yes. That sounds right. So yeah. If you are doing something and I don't like it, like I can be a complete, I mean, we're already, um, explicit so i can be a a total bitch Mm -hmm. and be like dude you should know by now do it like this or you know i don't like it like that what are you doing Mm -hmm. but what did i just do i just gave you an erection issue Mm -hmm. but i can be like pretty much because if if a man has a in overall feels a sense of inadequacy or doesn't feel like he's doing a job well done um, you can bet that's going to affect the encounters because the encounter is attached to something negative. Yeah. And it's, it, it's a negative experience. And therefore in our brains, we just don't go do things that bring negative results. We go do things that bring positive results. So the more pleasure, the more uh, orgasms, the more pleasurable experience it happen. It guarantees that it seals the deal that it's going to happen over and over again and repeatedly. Yeah. Where the other case, it's like, mm, I think I'll handle this myself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and it goes back to talking to your spouse about sex, like what you like, what you don't like. And so if you've told your spouse, I don't like to be touched like this, rather than saying, honey, you just touched me like that. I don't like that. Maybe you should handle it differently and be like, Touch me like this. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, like the you might give the up, most but. feedback to what you like. Yeah. And so this trains our brain, right? We're no 
it's you know not far from from the animal kingdom our brains get trained by the feedback and it creates this affirmation loop where we get trained got to train your man right if you like it a certain way give the most feedback and the most communication when that is taking place yeah i mean if you're making noises like "Ooh, this feels so good and you're like oh yeah do it more like you're gonna remember that and you're gonna do it more so i don't even have to tell you don't touch me like that because if i say try it like this or whatever in a in a good uplifting way you're gonna train your brain to be like wait a minute when i did this she did this Mm -hmm. that's exactly what it is so there's ways to even, without even saying, I don't like this, there's ways to show your husband yeah. or your wife. And this is good when you can't talk about sex, right? It's like, yeah. oh, this is weird talking about sex before sex, blah, blah, blah. You drop these little hints in there and give feedback and just watch things change. Nonverbal communication can mm-hmm. be a great tool when used properly. Yeah. And all you need to go is... Oh, right there. <laughs> you don't even have to say it right there. You can just be like, oh. <laughs> That's some good stuff right there. It is. Okay, so from these last two episodes, what's your take home, honey? My take home, I don't even know what my take home is. We talked a lot about a lot of good stuff. But, we did. Um, so I can identify with some of the stuff, and then I can not identify with, with the other stuff. But... I think the bottom line is, is to find your partner enjoyable and you have to figure out how to make that happen. Now it's different for, for different people, but the avoidance, the bump on a log, the only one style, the, the not interested, it comes down to just overall motivation Mm -hmm. for, for the other person. You know what I mean? So it's like, find, find that admiration for each other again and a passion yeah mine is communication because without it your partner's not going to know what you like what you don't like um your relationship overall is just going to suffer without it and so just communicate what do you like what don't you like how do you want it how don't you want it you know if something feels good let your partner know because Mm -hmm. i'll do more of it yeah and it's sex is not all about the other person it's about you too it's good. It's good. I like it. So I encourage everybody to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Gives us the ability to take this positivity sexual message to the masses. <laughs> Honey, I don't know what you were doing to me, but after this podcast, I'm like, I should start prancing around. Okay. So we are going to close this podcast because we got some work to do. We do. Peace.